up everybody we are back with another video nope this is not a video this is a podcast <laughs> i was just right there straight into the default influencer mode you already know like how all the youtubers like welcome back to another video but no this is not a video this is a podcast welcome back to the into the waves podcast Woo! per usual i am here with the legend the man the myth the goat as i said with my fellow co-host and my fellow partner into this journey as we dive into the waves. Mr. How are you doing today? How are you doing this morning? Pretty good, Samuel. How are you? Um, I hope you had a very nice uh, weekend, especially because uh, we witnessed a awesome victory of our team, yeah. 49ers. I mean, okay, hold up. Here's the thing. <laughs> we could say our team, but before people get mad at us, are you actually, do you follow football consistently enough to say the Niners are your team? Or are you just saying that because you're from the Bay? Let's get it. Let's be honest here. Well, you know, I live in the Bay Area, yeah. so it's kind of like, it is. you know, That's but pretty much, you know, I, yeah. I, I like to kind of like, you know, especially see these games that yeah, are very, very, you know, tense, many, especially when they're trying to qualify. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's good. And they did qualify. Shout out the 49ers. They pulled off the dub. Last minute against the Packers. That was, that, that was a really good game. Did you watch the games that happened yesterday? Uh, not really. No? Not really. No. Yeah, those were, those were pretty interesting too. Like Because, again, they're qualifying for the other half of the playoffs. Obviously, we needed to see who was going to play against the 49ers. I think it's the Rams. Now I we think. know. Yeah, it's LA, right? LA, yeah, LA yeah. Rams, right? So that's who's competing for the NFC Division Championship. And okay. then on the other side, the AFC Championship, you have the Bengals, who are from Cincinnati. Have you heard of the Cincinnati Bengals? Not really. No. Not really. Well, anyways, they're going to be playing against. That was a crazy match last night. It was the Bills versus the Chiefs. Okay. That was a crazy match because literally with 14 seconds left in the match, similar to how the Niners won in the last couple seconds, Patrick Mahomes executes a like over 30 yard like completion throw to the receiver, which then gets. So they were down by three points. Keep this in mind. The score, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, was 33 to 36. They were going to lose with 14 seconds left. Everyone was like, oh, the Bills are going to win. Then all of a sudden, we know who Patrick Mahomes is. You know yeah, who yeah, Patrick yeah, Mahomes yeah, yeah. is. Goat, quarterback, yeah. obviously young guy. Really, really, he wasn't going to take a loss. Puts his head down, gets to the line of scrimmage, calls the play, and makes literally a huge gain in yards enough to position their kicker. So where he was in a reasonable position to score the field goal that tied the match, then they get sent into overtime because they tied uh -huh. at the end of regulation time. So that that's basically what happened last night. So it was a huge frenzy within the last 14 seconds. Yeah, that's that's kind of like that's you football. Know, man. Yeah, that's yeah. that's for me. It's kind of like you know those games are very amazed because I was watching this at the gym. Oh, okay. We were at the gym, and so then there was a bunch of guys there, just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Like just staring at the TV, like it was crazy. It was dope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, ten second, fourteen second can it change a total game? I mean, that was happened with the Foreign Irish. That's exactly what happened. I think what. I think it was funny because, like, where we were at watching on the game, like, everyone's energy dies. Oh, yeah, you know? definitely. They're, everyone's defeated. But, like, the true warriors, that's where they step in. Yeah. Obviously, in this case, in my opinion, I'm not going to say that the 49ers played a good game, mm -hmm. right? But the special teams alone is what saved the 49ers. Because 
if it wouldn't have been for the kicker being on point, being able to line up at the last second and say, look, it's time for me to shine. I've been cold all game, but yet now I have to step up and kick this attempt. But then the guy who stopped the punt to score the touchdown, that was such a beautiful play. I don't know if you saw the replays, but that dude literally just gets on the line and runs straight through yeah. the defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was not going to let his team lose. He, he basically carried the whole team on his back right yeah. there and saved it but from his fingertips. That was crazy. Well, that's a good, I mean, good thing. To, uh, I mean, if, if you, uh, that's that's pretty much, that, that's what I like to see these games because pretty much you learn a lot. Yeah. Especially, you know, because the game is not over until they say it's that's over. true. And sometimes, you know, we, we have to take that same position because, you know, it's not over until it's over. Facts. And that's that's kind of like the way I see these guys play, you know. Even five seconds, ten seconds, mm -hmm. for them it's like the game is still on. Still I mean, on. I mean, we can... And it 100% is still on, you as see? we saw. So, so that's, that's kind of like, for me, that's, that's the lessons that I learned when I see this type of game, especially when something comes out, like, or suddenly, you know, I mean... Packers, I mean, they were good. I mean, they have a good... They thought. I well, mean, they, it was crazy because keep in mind, there was not probably a single 40... Maybe a couple 49ers fans there, but it was all Green Bay. I mean, yeah. I mean, no one from the Bay would go out there unless, let's say, someone yeah, moved yeah. there already. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's yeah. no 49ers yeah. fans. So it's like for them to pull that off in those environments, I think it just adds a whole other level of like, dang, pretty impressive to... Despite all the opposition, everyone booing you. Yeah. Boo all oh, the Niners trash. You still take the dub. And plus the plus the weather. Yeah. The the weather was kind of <laughs> like bad. Para like, los que saben California. Oh, oh no, we're yeah. here in Cali. We're used to it. We're spoiled. We have great weather. Speaking of weather, I mean like I look outside my window right now and it's beautiful outside. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. these guys were in like zero degrees. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine catching the ball when it's that cold? Well, we saw it. I mean, it, it, but I'm saying you. Oh, definitely. I mean, I'm not gonna get like. I mean, that ball was kind of like you know, like a rock. I mean, you yeah. Can, I mean, you can even feel your I hands. Know. Like, I, I mean, don't know. Yeah, it was bad. But I mean, you know, it's. I guess you know, for me, is you know, everybody you know have the opportunity to to really win, and I think that's life. That's what it is. You know, especially what we're going through right now. You know, and a lot of people feel defeated. Yeah feel like, you know, it's over. And, and especially, you know, from the beginning of the year, you know, because we're doing mm. this podcast in January and, yeah, and, in January. and, and they already kind of like, you know, have the mentality that, that, you know, this is over. I was talking with, with my mom this morning and, um, shout out mom. Yeah. I said, oh, <laughs> that's not your mom. It's your grandma. So you got to shout out your mom. <laughs> shout out my mom. I'll shout out my mom, Rita Graciela Mendoza from El Salvador. Directo del país del Bitcoin. Yeah. Bitcoin country. <laughs> that, that's another, you know, podcast. Let's not talk about that. Let's yeah, not talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah. I, I was talking with, with your grandma and, and kind of like, you know, um, you know, it's January and then, you know, it's like, you know, a lot of people, they really have that, that feeling, that mentality that it's over. Mm. And for a lot what of What do you mean by that? I mean, you know, like, 
let's say last year we had a hard time. I mean, you know, even if you want to do something like a new business, mm. a new career, you want to start a project, I mean, anything they have to do, especially with people, I right? And then now we are hit by, you know, all these uh, uh, variants. And then the resurgence and the, of COVID. Yeah, yeah and, then, and, then, and then the authorities is telling you, you know, you have to you know, keep, up, uh, keep yourself, you know, pretty much isolated. Mm. And um, it's crazy because all of that, despite current, you know, everyone is such a big push for vaccination and yes. things like that. So it's kind of they're giving you too, too, too much information or two sides of information because on one hand they're telling you, hey, go get vaccinated, yes. so that'll protect you. But then at the same time they're telling you, no, you still have to isolate. And I think that that, that can lead a lot of to confusion. It's a lot. I mean, a lot. Yeah. And and especially, I mean, you know, like I, you are, I know you are a, a, a big believer of mindsets. 100%. Yeah. And, and that's kind of like, you know, uh, for me. It's crucial. Yeah. For me, it's like, you know, uh, I want to be honest with you. A um, few weeks a uh, few weeks ago, um, you know, I, I'm not a, like a dream guy, but... Mm. This is a word that the Holy Spirit was, you know, kind of like, you know, uh, whispering, isolation, isolation. And, 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 and I, I'll be honest, I'm kind of like going deep in the isolation, you know, mindset, the isolation, you know, feel, because... From uh, what perspective, isolation? On, oh, that's a, like, that's a very strong because... Yeah, uh, what do you mean? You know, it, it, you know especially when, when we go with the beginning. I like, you know, sometimes I like to start with the beginnings because the beginning is the, when we everything started, you know, in the Libro de Genesis, you know, especialmente cuando... Um, eh, el hombre falla, eh, el hombre desobedece al Señor y prácticamente la primera pareja entra en un estado de, de si lo podemos decir, de se aislaron. Sí. Se aislaron de qué? De la presencia de Dios. Right. Entonces, ¿qué sucede? Because en el, of one specific thing. Correcto. O sea, Can we address that? Does, is isolation caused by fear? Because if we're going to base it off Genesis. Correcto, correcto. Right? Porque acuérdate que, digamos, si, si podemos ir un poco a la Escritura, eh, el, el Señor tiene una linda relación con, yes. con, con Adán y Eva. Because it says God had a good relationship yes. with us because we were designed from the beginning correcto. to be in that harmony. Claro, with entonces, okay. eh, eh, muchas veces le, leemos la Biblia y, y, y pensamos que, que quizás fueron días eh, de un día para el otro. En realidad, right. no, no, no son días. O sea, Because the Bible says, you know, like you grow up in Bible school and they tell you, oh, the first day God created yes. this, the second day. But what we also read is that days for God can be years. So you're right. We don't know how much time yeah, they yeah. spent en, in en, harmony. En, entonces, eh, eh, había una relación hermosa que, que el Creador eh, tenía prácticamente con, con Adán y Eva, sobre todo en el principio. Acordémonos de que eh, Dios es espíritu. So, la manera como Adán y Eva se comunicaban con Dios a través, a través de, de una forma espiritual, ¿no? Y, y era una linda relación que él tenía con, 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 con su reciente creación. So, it was a spiritual connection, although there was no, let's say, entre comillas, or like in parentheses, did man already have the spirit of God? Because I thought that that wasn't a thing until when Jesus dies. Then they receive the Holy Spirit. So what do you mean by like spiritual connection? But well, that's 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 the difference. I mean, I mean, we can we can touch you know we can touch that 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 theme, mm -hmm. especially in the spirit of God, because remember you're referring to communication. Yes, though. communication. Yeah. Now the communication what I'm talking about is that that man, 
men is a three part. Oh, I see. Remember that that men, you know, especially when when explain that. Yeah. Explain that for people who might be listening. Yeah, especially when 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 we born from the spirit, you know, uh, uh, the gospel of John, you know, whatever the one that they received Jesus as their lawyer and savior, is they born out of the spirit. So now we're talking about born again. Christians. Yeah, born again yeah. Christian. Now before that. We were a spiritual death because of sin. Got it. Right? So 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 before Adam and Eve fall, they have a spiritual They spiritu- were alive. Yes. They, mm-hmm. they, they had a spiritual life that will connect with God directly. Because, because remember that God is a spirit. Right. So now what happened that you know we all know the story even from 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 Sunday school you learn the story that then you know the serpent came and and talked to Eve and then even you know got messed up and then what happened is that you know sin leads to isolation yes. because of fear you see so so now we have fear okay and the fear will lead you to isolate hmm. because fear when God said, hey, hey, hey you know, um, Adam, Emma, where are you? Right. The scripture said, we were fearful. So we uh, hid. Yeah. We were fearful. Of who? This is not the good type of fear of God no, we're talking about. No, no. Shout of out who? Jerry Lorenzo. No. You know, who? Why now? Now they have fear. Of who? See? Right. Because it was, it was, and then, and then it will lead to them to isolate. So that's kind of like, you know, right now, you know, we we know, like you were saying, you know, we receive all these kind of informations, you know, that you have to keep yourself, uh, you know, separate from, from your family and, and, you know. But at the same time, you know, it's kind of like, you know, having fear in front, you know, in, in, in your life. And that leads us as a community to be what? Isolated. In isolation, you know, we're not designed to live isolated from each other. And that's kind of like, you know, the Holy Spirit has been kind of like, you know, dealing with me in that sense that isolation is very big, big, big thing. Why? Because if we're going to put it in Samuel's language and the mindset, you will get a mindset of isolate. 100%. And then you will walk what? Isolate. From what? I think for, that's been happening though. From 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 your loved ones, from from the people that really want to be with you. So, like I was saying, you know, uh, isolation, you know, in the bad sense, is bad, right? Because you will live isolated from people around you. But let's talk about the good isolation. That's a perfect segue. <laughs> you know, because, because that because God also see God also prepares seasons mm. for you and I need to be separated, isolated, but he has a purpose. And 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 that's kind of like, you know, we, we're going to, you know... Um, I think it's crazy, though, that you're touching on that whole mindset of isolation because like how we were just talking about earlier off, off of the microphones, we were saying how a lot of people have developed into this mindset. Like, I'm now not even to attack anybody, but let's talk about specifically the younger generation. I can include myself, mm-hmm. right? Because of the pandemic, because of everything that we've been going through, we were forced to isolate ourselves to just resort to what we and that led to a very very prominent rise in a connection to this right here i'm i'm pointing to my phone my uh-huh. iphone right here or whatever it might be your laptop your 
we became very glued to this to the point where any sort of social interaction that we could have because we couldn't meet in person, like let's go hang out with our friends, that wasn't a thing anymore. In order for you to hang out or to interact with your friends, it had to be through this, through this screen. So now what do we see? Now where kind of like in the past couple months, things have quote unquote opened up a little bit more, which has then led to these rises and all these variants. But you see that when you go out to the store or even when you go out and walk, people don't interact with each other anymore. To, to touch on your point and bring it back to that whole mindset of isolation, we're existing around other human beings, but we're walking isolated from them. Like we're just in our own world. We're in our own heads. We're yes. worried about what we're doing. You go out and you walk your dog, right? Like I could go out and walk my dog who's being annoying right now. <laughs> She's over there making so much noise for no reason. But like I could go out and walk my dog right now and I could see two types of people. I could see the person that is masked up Yes. Even though we're outdoors, yes. right? Like, don't get me wrong. You guys can have your own opinions. I get it. But, like, we're outdoors where it's scientifically proven that it's not going to spread as likely. They still have their mask on. Then they might have their headphones on, which, don't get me wrong, it's nice. You go out and you walk and you listen to music. But then you look at this person walking down from the street. You guys might make, if you're me in my head, like, I don't like to walk with my phone. Like, if I'm going to put music on, it's just headphones, but I'm, like, looking around to my surroundings, trying to see what's up, just because I want to enjoy my walk. But then you have people like this, walking down the street, with, like, their eyes are locked onto their phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen it, yeah. Right? You've seen that. And it's like, so you go outside to be on your phone? It's funny to me. It's crazy, because then you look at that person and as soon as you're within like 10 feet of them, they start to panic. They start to look at you like, oh, who's going to move? Who's going to separate yeah. them? You know, it's such an awkward interaction. That's that's what I'm that's yeah. what I'm talking about. You know, it's it's kind of like, you know, it's been developing all this, you know, all the pandemic. It's kind of like, you know. Uh, want something I, to drink? You want some water? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. It, it's it's kind of like, you know, I, I will, I, I, the other day I was listening to this, this, uh, this person and they was talking about, he, he went straight to like, you know, it's more like a culture thing, kind of like the, the COVID culture, he was calling it like that. And then it was kind of like, you know, and that's what you see. I mean, COVID culture, that's funny. You know, and, and that's kind of like, you know, and I believe, you know, 100% that God's purpose for us is not to live isolate and not to, to live in fear. Right. And that's kind of like, I, I, I know that maybe you're going to be agree or disagree, whatever, but I mean, we, we're doing this podcast pretty much to, to really understand the times that we're living. And that's why kind of like, you know, re referring to, to those games, you know, the game is over when it's over. Mm. And I that's believe, right. and I believe and I'm going to, I'm going to say straight that whatever is listening right now, do not be afraid. Do not do, not, do, do, do not let fear control yeah. the, the destiny. Do not let fear control what God has for you in this year or the coming years, right? Because you you you're gonna you're gonna stop really the, the God's purpose in your life. Now God is gonna deal with you in a different way, and like 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 He did with with the people of Israel when when they got delivered from from the Babylonic system four hundred years. Can you imagine being bound for 400 years? They got delivered, and they they were, you know, God had, had to took them to the desert. Yeah. And that's that's this, that's kind of like, you know, a, a, a row that God took the Israels 
because they had there was another the, there was another road that the road to the Philistines. And God said, I'm not going to take them. You know, I kind of like summarizing. I'm not going to take them because they're going to be feared out of the world. So I, got, I have to take them to the desert. Mm. So, so the desert, see, so the road from, 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 from where they got delivered, let's say from Egypt to the promised land, to the Canaan, it, 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 it was only dates, a day's trip, if we can say that, okay? But it took them 40 years. Can you imagine 40 years to be in the deserts? It was not God's intention. It was not God's purpose to, to, to lead the Israel for 40 years. So sometimes we in life live of the Israelites. God wants to take you from place A to place B, okay? But it's up to you how long you want to be in the road from one point to the other point. And I believe, Samuel, that what we're going through right now, we have to have a different mentality because God's plan will always going to work in your favor, no matter what. And if we also isolate ourselves, let's say, you know, uh, we didn't have, we didn't plan this podcast uh, years ago. Yeah. But we were talking about, but we really kind of like, you know, let's start it, let's do it, and now we're doing it. Right. Right? And how many people are going to be blessed? How many people, they're not going to like know. it? You, you know, guys but. got to let us know. Yeah, but, but we're doing it. Yeah. Why? Because we have a mission. We have a purpose. We, we want to, you know, uh, bring our voice to, to anyone that is listening that the game is now over. Yeah. You know, whatever is, whatever is happening right now, get up, do something. Even Simple. even if I even if you have to have a new haircut, do a new haircut, but do something different. I think a lot of times, like the whole concept of having a different mindset, we make it more. It sounds there's so many idioms out there that say it's easier. Things are easier said than done. Yeah, that's true, but it's also sometimes not true because if you say something, that means that first of all you've allowed your mind to think about it, which means you've been able to process it which means that you were able to develop language to associate with whatever that idea might be. Now, words and the way that your thoughts get then transferred into words is sometimes a little bit more of a tricky process than the process it takes from an idea to turn into an action. I don't think about breathing. I don't think about drinking water. I don't think about sitting upright in a chair. I don't think about maybe necessarily moving my hands. But why is it that sometimes when we need to communicate, our words get stuck or our words, how we want to communicate them, aren't as effective? That's telling me right there that sometimes it's not easier said than done. Sometimes it's easier to say and it's easy to say a lot and people do very little. Yeah. Because of what? It's your mindset. It's the approach that you have to. You can talk yourself out of doing so many things, but it's all about being able to simply Take it and not treat it like it's such an abstract concept and make it extremely practical. I think that that's also, that can only happen though because I think that there's a flip side to all of this. While isolation is bad, I think it's necessary for growth. Because you cannot grow if you're surrounded by a group of people who aren't going to allow you to grow. Who yeah. Perhaps their mindset is not the same mindset that you have. So what does that take? That takes you going through how we talked about seasons of not isolation, but seasons of 
where you're just doing what you need to do for yourself. Yes. It's almost like you're being not selfish, but yes, selfish in a sense where you have to take care, assess your personal inventory and know how to move forward with that, know how to deal with that, know how to grow and push past that. Otherwise, you're never going to be able to surpass the same basic things that you keep running into over and over and over again, which is the pattern that we saw in the people of Israel. It spent them 40 years running around the same geographical region that, like you're saying, it's not that big. So how is it that it took them 40 years? You just run in circles and circles and circles. We can say that's, that's the mentality they, they, they had. You know, they were so accustomed to, to the, the lifestyle that they had back in, 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 in Egypt that they, it, it, for them was hard to really see, you know, what God has for them in the new land, right? And then... Uh, but let, let's, take a, let's not be so abstract and talk about Israel. You see that same pattern happening today. Oh, yeah, you definitely, see, definitely. You could see a cyclical pattern, a cyclical nature. Mm-hmm. There's so many people living a routine life. You wake up, you do what you need to do, you shower, you get ready, you go to work, you come home, you eat your food, you play video games, you watch YouTube, and then you do it all again tomorrow. Like, so many people are living a life that's not truly fulfilled, especially, especially right now, there's a lot of, like, unhappiness, a lot of just people not sure what they want to do with their life, a lot of lack of purpose, or as we talked about last week, lack of identity, and I think it ultimately just stems back to that simple nature that we're just living a routine and we've become so accustomed to it how you're saying where our mindset is like a gridiron it's locked into that same pattern and our bodies in this case our flesh like whatever physical pleasures we enjoy from that because eating food is good watching netflix is good we enjoy it it's almost like a trick it's a psychological trick to our brain so it's like not even that it's allowing us, but it's almost like a drug that keeps us addicted to being comfortable. That that feeling of being comfortable almost keeps us locked in. It's It keeps us glued. It's like a drug to some people almost, you know? But even though they're not addicted to, I don't know, whatever it might be, but they're not addicted to living the same life, but they've become accustomed to a routine almost. You know, you were talking about uh, the way we think, you know, uh, a lot of us, you know, we are shaped sometimes the way we think. Look at the scripture. It says in Jeremiah 29, verse 11, if you if you can uh, uh, read it for me. And, and look what, what that scripture really says, because that's that's very, that's kind of like, you know. What's the site? It's, it's a Jeremiah 29, verse 29, 11. 29. Yeah, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. And look, and look what the scripture says right there. Yeah, it says right here. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. En la versión en español yeah. dice, porque yo sé los pensamientos, dice, mm. que tengo acerca de vosotros. So the Spanish version says, you know, because I, you know, my thoughts, right, that I have for you, you know, are for what? Uh, to give you, to give you, hope to give you peace to give you a better future so that means that you know god he thinks the best for you you know and then and then like you you read you know plans you know and plans you know uh, have a sec- execution process because if you have a plan 
and you don't execute that plan, what plan will be, you know? Like, you know, you have to have an execution plan. And I believe that God is the best on execution. If he has a plan, he will execute whatever it takes to accomplish what he promised you. And I guess that's kind of like, you know, we the, the way we the way God thinks is different the way we think. That's facts. And that's kind of like we have to align ourselves the way God thinks so we can think the same way. So we can so we can align with him, with his plan, with his purpose, and we can walk daily with a purpose, with a plan. Yeah. If God will tell you, you know, you have to do this according, you know, according to my plan, we we will do it. Because we know the end. I think it's also like not even to make it, again, sound so mystical because a lot of times that's going to throw people off. That might just be off-putting. Oh, God's going to tell you what to yeah. do. It, it's a lot. It's simpler than that sometimes. It, yeah. He's not going to come in an audible voice and maybe the skies are going to open up above you. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying, though, is that when you ask for clarity, when yes. you align with a certain way of thinking then what happens is you start to live a more fulfilled life. Yeah, You start to enjoy things a little bit more. Maybe the things that stressed you out before don't stress you out as much now. Not because, oh, now I have all the answers because we're here and we're not saying we have all the answers. But what we're saying is what we've allowed to, or we've developed over time is a mindset that tells us, hey, you know what? Although I do not have all the answers right now, I can trust in something greater. Yeah, I can trust in a plan that is beyond me. And if someone can put a little bit of faith in that, if you could put a little bit of faith in something that may be a little bit bigger than you and you can connect with mm -hmm. and resonate with that, that's going to change your whole life. Because now you walk with purpose, you walk with a little bit more confidence in knowing that you're not just shooting out into the blank. Because I know a lot of people that are hearing this might resonate with that, where you just feel like you're going through life and you're just doing things. Yeah. And you don't know why you're doing them. You don't know what what's the goal or what what why am I this way or why am I doing the things? And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with asking yourself those questions. In fact, that's a good thing because that means that you're realizing that you are called to something else. That you're you're asking the right questions and you're on the right path towards something better, you know? And that's the key. Ultimately. Yeah. And that's pretty much what we're trying to really, you know, tell or or listeners that the game is not over. You know, you still have some time to do something great for your life. Easily. And that's a matter of the uh, environment you're in. And you have to make a decision, pretty much. That's key. Yeah, you have to really make a decision. And and, and then, you know, and if if you have to ask yourself, you have to ask God, you know, because I don't I don't call the the isolation, but I in, in a good sense, but I will call that yes, God God will take you to a process 100%. To, to, to shape you, right? The thing is, how you going to deal when you are in that process? Because let's say, you know, let, let's, let's, let's say, let's put it this way, the desert. You know, I just okay. recently, I just recently finished a e-book e uh, sure. regarding the, how to survive in the spiritual desert. And that's, that's one of the problems that that's why it took them 40 years. But God's intention was not taken for years. Right. So the thing is, how are you going to react? How you how are you going to deal yourself when you're in that part? Because you 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 just said something really that really is key. Sometimes you need to make a decision to 
to to be apart from yeah. people, from toxic people. That, yes, that they do not believe in what you have. Yeah. They do, they There's don't, a lot of haters out there. It, That's a fact. Uh, let's, let's be honest. I mean, we face, you know, these people that they, they don't like. They don't want to see you succeed. No. Nope. Yeah. So, so in that sense, we have to set them apart. We, you have to say, I'm sorry, man, but we're no longer going to be friends because you have a toxic mind. You have a toxic vocabulary. That every time I share something with you, you're, you're so negative. You you're yeah. so negative. You're some it. like and so so in that sense, those are not the type of people you need no. to have in your and, life. And sometimes yeah. we learn. We have to learn. It, it's it's a process because you don't want to say to somebody that you're not my friend anymore. It, it yeah. takes time. And I it's, mean, it's like what we were touching about earlier. Sometimes you do have to be a little bit selfish to protect your heart. Yes, because. There's, it's in the scripture where it says, above all things, guard your heart. That's correct, yes. Because if we don't guard what we have in our heart, then you're going to end up being like two types of people. You might be that person who goes through life scared because we touch back to that fear because ultimately I think the enemy of progress is fear. Yes, What yes. keeps us from moving forward is That's being right. afraid. So let's say you never, you never protect your heart to the point where you become hurt. At some point, if you, because I know there's a lot of people who might be hearing this who deal with things like that where they've been hurt, and that that hurting or whatever's happened to you has led to a grow in distrust. Yes, and that distrust is just a fancy word for fear. If you don't trust someone, at the end of the day, you're afraid that they're gonna hurt you, yes, or that they're not gonna come through for whatever you might expect of them. That's what happens when you don't guard your heart. And the second thing that might happen is your heart by not guarding it, it will eventually become like stone. And this is something more, I might not relate with the fact that, oh, I've had so many people heartbreak me and I don't trust anyone because I do trust people. But maybe I struggle with the other sense and the fact that with time, your heart, after so many things that it's gone through, becomes numb. Mm -hmm. Right? And because of so many people might be pouring negativity into your life, into your cup, you just eventually learn how to deal with it and how to just cope with it everyone has ways of coping with things unhealthy ways some people have healthy ways whether it be going out for a run and you know de-stressing yourself some people might resort to substances like alcohol or like opioid drugs to release that for them but at the end of the day that's not what we need for our lives that's not the ultimate plan we can be happy and we can live fulfilled lives without that that's just something that comes in to assist that's something that comes in to numb to let you forget what you're going through. But at the end of the day, it's just an ultimate distraction from the ability. And I think this is a fact that every human being, every individual has the ability to be happy without the need for any sort of outside factors. You can find that within yourself. And if you don't take the time, like how we're talking about, to be in isolation, to allow yourself to be shaped, to go through a process, I don't think you can ever discover your happiness, or you can ever discover like, que me satisfy a me, what makes me truly feel yeah. fulfilled. If you don't, you gotta ask yourself, like yeah. you have to be willing to to do the hard questions to, and and in the secular world or in a lot of people call it soul searching. You know, you've heard that before. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, go do some soul searching. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But you don't, you're not soul searching in other people's souls. You gotta go deep into yeah. yours. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's ultimately where you'll get shaped. I think that's a perfect segue into the continuation of today's topic that we're talking about because someone who we know was put through a process was the guy we were talking about last week. We were talking about Paul. 
we got up to the point in the conversation where we ultimately summarized on his journey that he was going to take to start heading into Damascus, a whole new area where he was going to continue on the mission that he had embarked previously, which was to continue to persecute the church, right? We Last week, we touched on the death of Stephen, the martyr, and that how that pivotal moment in his life really started to kind of marked the the second phase of his life right I, I don't know if you how do you want to bring that in or what are your thoughts on all that specifically though i think that we can just talk about what the scripture the big heading that it'll say even in chapter nine right if you go to acts chapter nine i don't know what your bible says but my bible has a big title that says the conversion of saul Okay. Yours mm -hmm. says something similar. What what, what my porque la tienes en español? What does yours say? Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, Título también. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. Uh, de, let, me, let me see. Uh, Capítulo 9, chapter nine. Yeah. Yeah. We have yeah la conversión de Saulo. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 That's one. That's a pivotal moment. Yeah. And that, that you know re remember that um, you know as we I, I was coming um, uh, this morning I was driving I was kind of like you know um, and one of the thing is that uh, you know. So as we we saw last episode, I mean he, he he was committed, I mean to destroy the church, right. And uh, if we trace back a little back, I mean he he was so prepared to to really get rid of this new new movement. Yeah, you know, and and he was a hater. Yeah, I mean like straight up. I mean he was. We were talking about haters. <laughs> yeah, I mean he was one of them. Yeah, I mean like he 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 really didn't want to you know this new. If we say in religion There's or whatever, no you know, yeah, it was, you know. So one of the things is kind of like, you know, uh, it shook me this morning when I was driving is that, you know, uh, in the time that that Jesus was, was you know, his ministry in, in, in the Palestine, in, in Jerusalem, okay, Paul was living in Damascus. Correct. Right? Okay. So, so he was, he had... If I can say he had connection, he you know from people from Jerusalem. Remember that we we touch we talk about that's that he, he went to school. That's yeah. when he went to school. So so then he went back to Damascus, Returned. right? And and then uh, he had some friends maybe that you know he was kind of like sending a text, an email, <laughs> sending letters back in the day. Yeah. You know, saying hey, you know, uh, so there is this guy. His name is Jesus. He's he's doing a big revolution here. Uh, you need to be. You, know, yeah. you need to check it out, and then, and then, and then we see that that Jesus got crucified, and then I think in that moment, uh, Saul said that you know the game is over. Now we're now we're fine. He was like in this case <laughs> the Packers. He was Aaron Rodgers. He was getting ready. He was like Super Bowl. Here we come. I mean now you know the Roman they killed the leader of yeah, the movement. You see, yeah, you're right. the, you know the now that you know Rom the Romans. You know he killed the main we guy. Killed yeah. The main guy. But but if you see now the problem got bigger. <laughs> right. <laughs> the he, problem he got, himself. You see, the yeah. problem got bigger because if we read the uh, the book of Acts, something greater was mm. about to happen. One hundred percent. It was a supernatural importation of God's spirit mm. to those people. Yeah. So so now you see now God's plan didn't stop when Jesus was God's killed. Plan. Drake. And then and then it, Jesus promised them, you know, you have to wait. On the promise, 
he did. And you will receive what? The you will spirit. receive the spirit. You will receive power, power after the Holy Ghost come upon you. And you should be what? Witness is to oh, me from in all the regions from Judea. From what? To Samaria. So so to all the regions of the earth. And then to the unto the end of the world. Correct. That was God talking about. The, the great commission is the what great we're commission. to. So now which is pivotal in the walk of faith. So because that's a big topic. I'd say we slow it down there because if we are to return to the core, right? If we're gonna ask ourselves, okay, what's the purpose of life? You know, what's the meaning of life? That huge question that everyone asks themselves. For us, wh what I mean by us is people who have chosen to walk by faith, mm -hmm. people who have accepted Christ. What I mean by that, what's our purpose in life? It's actually to be 100% connected with who? The heart of the Father. Mm -hmm. Because that's what was our original design. It says that when we talked about last week, remember we opened Genesis and it says that God created us in his image and his likeness. So if we were created to be in his image, that means we are reflections of him which means that what his heart feels is what we need to feel yes and in this case the great commission was the core of all of that jesus's heart that he was sharing to his disciples was you need to go out to the people now like how we were talking about again off the podcast we should have been talking about this on the podcast but how ultimately what god wants from us is to share yeah and it goes directly tied into that whole concept of isolation it's the opposite. It's the enemy of what he wants us to develop, which is community. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's wild, you know. You know, one of the, one of these days, I was I was preaching at a church, and uh, it, it was kind of like you know, it's, it's it, this 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 very serious because if you see one of the scriptures when Jesus say, you know, that you will lay hands. Over the sick. Such a common scripture. Everyone reads that. So you will lay hands over the sick people and they will recover. Mm. Right. Now we see in, the, uh, um, in, in Timothy also that in order right, to, to, to receive this, this Holy Spirit, okay, the, 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 the disciple, the apostle have to lay hands on people to receive the Holy Spirit. Mm. And so so can you imagine? I'm not I'm as a pastor. I'm as a minister. Yeah. I'm 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 a minister that I believe in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I yeah. believe in the fire of the Holy Spirit. And can you can you imagine in the days that we're living, right? If I lay hands over hundred people that they come and, and they want to receive prayer, mm -hmm. you know. I'll be probably in be your modern day context. I'll be you'll probably get called oh, out. Yeah. I'm gonna be called out. I'll say, look, the pastor now he's laying no hand and they, I mean, like, oh, yeah. so can you imagine? You know, and 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 I'm I believe the Bible. You know, you will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. I but think because that, that's that is important. Key, that, that is physical important. Yes, it's you're it, with someone. Yeah. So yeah. so, but let's let's leave it like that because we we want to move forward. So now, so. Paul thought that the game was over. Now Jesus was crucified. He's dead. Boom. But he resurrected on the third day. And then now these people, they, they were in the, in, in the Pentecost. They received the Holy Spirit. And now Peter walks out and he starts sharing. Mm -hmm. He starts, you know, preaching the gospel. 
He says one of the biggest recorded sermons in history. Yeah. And 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 if not the biggest. And the and one of the other podcasts, I will I will share about something that is that is so powerful. Why Peter? Why Peter? His message was repentance. I would I, I, I would share why his message was so so strong in the repentance. Okay, because sometimes the message that we preach it have to do with our person. Mm. Sometimes you're, you're telling me that this is crazy. You're gonna touch something big because now you're telling me that if it varies by individual, by character, by purpose, let's get to what we're talking. Who are we talking about today? We're talking about soul. So what's his purpose? Uh, that, let's get into yeah. it. Yeah. So right? so so now so so now now. He was he's in Damascus in Jerusalem there is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit right Peter walks out and how many people got converted that day 5000 it says right there right right so and then now it's not just only one man <laughs> they have to kill there were 3000 people in his first 3000 yeah. in the first message 3,000 people that received, that recognized Jesus as the Messiah. Plus, plus, they have some officials, very high people that they, they, they also got saved. Can you imagine now Paul in Damascus, he, he said, the game is over, Jesus died, he got crucified. Now he has 3,000 people right there filled of the Holy Spirit. And he literally ready. says, save yourselves from this crooked generation. Yeah. Is what he's telling yeah. those 3,000 people. So, so, right so, so can you, three, so, so, Acts. so for Paul, maybe the game was over. But for God was just the beginning of something powerful. Something. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think, you know. They were it, warming up. They were taking a break. Now, I have a question. Because. Let's get let's just go straight straight into chapter nine because now we're gonna see we see Peter mm -hmm. we speak about them mm -hmm. but now you're right Saul is heading to Damascus to clean up yes to, to yeah. finish to be like ah let me get the last of these guys mm -hmm. but it says Paul on the road to Damascus yes right and it's so let's read it it just says his whole mission we understand how we went into last week. Chapter 2, it says, and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any belonging to the way, I'm reading from Acts chapter 9, verse 2, any belonging to the way, which we know the way is basically people following Christ Jesus, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now as he went on his way, he approached Damascus, and suddenly a light from heaven shone around him. And falling to the ground, he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And I have a question because in my Bible, that's in red. Yes. Which if it's in red, that tells us that who is speaking? Mm -hmm. Jesus. Jesus. Right? So now I have a question though. I, I want to pause here because when I was reading this earlier, I, it kind of shook me. Is it not a coincidence, the language in verse 3 where it says, Now, as he went on his way, he approached Damascus and suddenly, where else do we see the word suddenly? Mm -hmm. De repente. Yeah. Acts chapter 1. Yes. And yes. suddenly yes. the Holy Spirit fell upon them. 
that is not a coincidence it to is me not. at all. Because we're in the same chapter. We're in the same book. We're still in the book of Acts. Yeah. So there we see language of an encounter with the Holy Spirit, if we are to put it that way. The same encounter, the same spirit that the people who, the 120 who received Pentecost, that same feeling, that same person was there who encountered Paul, right? Which is why it's in red text, because it's Jesus himself encountering Saul. Is that true or is that not true? It is. I mean, I mean, that's what we call the suddenness of God. Mm. We all see in the Bible that God, it's a thing. It's yeah, a theme. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. it's 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 a suddenly. It's the it's in the nature of the spirit. Or how would you describe that suddenly? Uh, yeah. What is that? It, it, it suddenly is something that that you're not waiting. It's, ah, it, 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 especially because I'm a, I'm a full full believer that we are bound to the natural world. Hmm. I'm, I'm, Break I'm that a, down. What do you I'm, mean by that? I'm a hundred percent that that sometimes we are so bound to the natural world. When I'm saying the natural world, it, 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 like our five senses. Yes, touch, yes, taste, yes. Here. That's okay. that's that's when we are so connected. I see through our five senses to the natural world. Whatever we hear, whatever we see, whatever we so taste. So you're saying we exist in that. Realm yes, we so we, much. We are okay. so focused. We are so I would say so operate, connected, yeah. so bound. That we we are sometimes we are people that expectation, okay? Expectation is something like uh, not in a good sense, you know, because sometimes you are in the, in the mode of expectancy of something. Sometimes I'm kind of like you know um, I'm a father of three of 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 three sons, three men. Yeah, and um, I remember. Uh, you know, I, I just gonna open my, my heart to, to a lot of fathers that they they might gonna be listen to me and they gonna you know uh, identify and or future fathers. Yeah, yes. and, and and then kind of like and then when you when your kids are going through a seasons of trouble, okay. During those nights, you you can expect a telephone call of something bad because you know your kids are going. In, 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 you know, bad seasons, I would say. So how does that tie to being bound on the physical? Because because it, my mind was always focused... Oh, I see. ...of, of, mm. of expecting a call not in a good way. Even though this might not even be a reality. You yeah. were just expecting. Yes. You were creating yes. something for yourself. Yeah. I see. I, I, That's I was, what you mean by bound. Yeah, you know? I, 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 was, I was so bound... On the idea I get it, the that idea. I was going to yeah. get a call in the middle of the night, not a good call. It was a negative call. Mm. You know why? Because you know my my Your my senses, my yes my yeah. size and then and then, and then I, I remember uh, you know sometimes I, I went to sleep late. I couldn't sleep and kind of like you know until you know it's like you know one day God deal with this situation with me and say you know what you have to let it go. You 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 can you cannot. Torture yourself. Mm. You just gotta give it to me. Can't be bound by now, that. Now, the suddenness of God. See, the suddenness of God is is like an expectation. You you don't expect that the God will manifest right there. Right now we're we're recording. Right now we're kind of like you know uh, 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 talking about. But suddenly, suddenly are moments that check you out yes, of reality. Suddenly, Crazy. God can visit us by His Spirit. The, the, the atmosphere will, will, will change. And I think, and I think that's kind of like what happened because in, in, the, in the book of Acts says, suddenly 
the Holy Spirit came upon them. Because they were they, they were just kind of like waiting. 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 And then Paul was not waiting. He was not waiting. Paul he was, was kind of like determined yeah. to go to a place. And that's that's when the silence of God manifests in your life. And uh, as Paul as Paul did. And one of and and yeah, let's keep reading. It says, and then because he asks him, Saul, Saul, why are yeah. you persecuting that me? Was, that, was, that was Jesus. Jesus, because he Jesus. says, because then Paul asks him, who are you, Lord? And he says, he being Jesus, says, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Yeah. He calls him out and checks him out of the reality. He says, look, I'm the person who you were right now on the way to go and persecute. But rise and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. Yeah. That's what Jesus tells them. Yeah. I am Jesus. And and, and, and and that's a key right there. Why? Because remember that it, it says in the um and then and then uh he asks, Who are you? Who are you? Lord. Why? Why? Because he didn't know him. He didn't know him. Remember that that, 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 that that he need to be sure which voice was what was talking to him. Remember that he was so impact of of Esteban's uh, life. He, he might said, "Is the voice of Esteban? It's it's it's, it's something that is a mystical. It's weird that you say that because in verse seven it says the men who were traveling with him stood speechless, yes, hearing the voice, yes. but seeing no one. You see, so so yeah. so so he asked, "Who are you? See, who are you? It, it, and now." And, and, and now we see that that Jesus answered him back. I am. I am the one that you are persecuting. I think that's key that he told him that. Because with that answer, just saying, I'm the one you're persecuting, he told them who I am. Yes. He told them everything. Right he said, there. everything that you have been chasing, that's who I am. Yes, yes. So that what does that tell us, though? That I think that's a key. That's a That's a mystery. That's a nugget because... He doesn't tell him, I am the son of God, how he had addressed other people in the past or how the famous encounter where Peter says, and who are you? Or who do you say I am? When yeah. Jesus asked the disciples, ¿Y dicen ustedes que yeah, yo soy? Yeah, yeah. And then Peter says, well, you are the God, the son of man, the son of God. He didn't say that to Saul. He simply points him to a point that he was familiar with. Yeah. You know why? Deep. You know why? Because, because when, when, when Jesus was here on earth, okay, he 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 was revealing the 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 identity of sonship, right? But now Jesus' purpose was to establish his church. So it, so, so 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 right there, Jesus. I just got shook. It was it, it was more focused. And in, in, yeah. in focus and not himself. But he was more focused of what was going to come. Could we not see and compare this to right here? This is something I received. The one who is being persecuted, the lamb. We Here we see the identity mm -hmm. of the lamb of God. Mm -hmm. The one that's willing to pay the price, to be the sacrifice. I think that's who we're seeing. Because how you were saying... The message of each person is individual to yes. them, how Peter was preaching repentance. Here Jesus is revealing himself to Paul as what? 
the one who was persecuted. Yes, the one that now he's telling, you're persecuting me. You, me. My, you're persecuting me. The people you're persecuting. The people, back to the people. See, the people you're persecuting, the ones that you're trying to kill, it's crazy. me. It's, it's not them. They're it not the Jewish. goes back to the people, you though. See, yeah, it, 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 it's right not there. the Jewish. No, it's me. See, it's me the one that you are persecuting. And that's why. Because if, if we trace God, uh, uh, Saul's intention was to destroy who? The way, the followers of the way. The, so so that's why Jesus talked to him, addressed him that way. There was no other way. Him. Right there, he said, look at what you're doing. I need to stop you. I need to tell you that what you're doing, you're not doing to them. You're doing to me. And that's, that's, we see in the Bible sometimes that even Jesus told the disciples because Jesus explained them that this was going to happen yeah. to the disciples. They were going to be persecuted. Right. They were going to be. warned them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it was not a surprise. And sometimes we have to be very careful. When, when we're trying to, to, to do things against other people. Mm. We have to be very, very, Check very careful. Ourselves. Yeah, Check we have to what we're doing. Yes, who, we could be the haters that we're talking about. Yeah, sometimes. yeah. Sometimes we have to be very, very, very careful. Oh, that's crazy. And, because and Paul thought he was doing the right thing. Oh, if we, if, if I mean, he, he was hundred percent. Like how we talked about yes, last week. Yeah, we, he was hundred percent committed. For sure, what he was doing was the right thing. Right, was the right thing. Even, even. If 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 you see even if you see the uh, the uh, let's say the Ten Commandments mm -hmm. to kill people is a sin. Yeah. So like a so what was the right that he had to kill people? I get it. To, to, That's to, what to, Jesus to, is to confronting him to on, give an yeah. authorize to kill those people. No and then the, and the law said that you know you don't have the authority. you don't have to. So, so so he was. So in his sense, it was right. What he was doing was right. And it's crazy and it, to and the it's, language. And, it, and especially, you see, especially because he was so bound. He was so committed to, to his religion, the Pharisees. But he was asking them. I think it's pivotal to, to their Jesus is also confronting him by saying, why are you persecuting yes. me? Yeah. Because we all, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. So many people walk through their life with a certain why. What's your why? What's the reason that you are the way you are? What is the reason that you do the things that you do? Why are you the way you are? That's what he was asking him. He was saying, why are you the way you are? Mm -hmm. Why are you persecuting me? There we see the, the nature of Jesus wanting to try and understand him, to confront him, to, to then give him direction, to say, now, rise and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. There he's giving them purpose. There he's giving them a mission. He's giving them an assignment okay. that's no longer his own. Now, let's, 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 let's start moving the direction just a little bit. When, when I say that, that the message that you preach has to do a lot with your person. Okay? I told you that when, when Peter stood in front of those crowd, he, yeah. he, he preached about repentance. Why? Why? Because remember when he denied Jesus. He did deny Jesus, yeah. Peter had to repent himself of denying the, 
the, the, the Jesus. Mm. He have to repent himself because that's a sin. He have a to repent. One. Yeah, he have to repent himself because he denied Jesus. So what was the first thing he opened his mouth? Repent. Why? Because he had to go to a process of repentance. It was personal to him. It was so personal to him that That's people crazy. need to repentance. Why? Because they deny Jesus as the Messiah. Now, now let's move just the direction to Paul. Now, Jesus, talk, he's telling you, you're persecuting me, my body, my people. Mm -hmm. And we see all the letters of the New Testament. Paul was referring he got he yeah. got the revelation of deep. the body that's deep of Christ you see so so from the beginning right there Jesus was telling me hey I'm, you get ready because I'm going to give you the revelation of my church of my body that you've been persecuting and 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 it was it was different with the with the disciple with the apostles back in Jerusalem because Peter saw Jesus, John saw Jesus. He experienced the full measure of it. Right? Yeah. Now Paul was different. He he was going to to be taken to a different direction. Now look look what it says. And he says in la in la versión en español, él le dijo, ¿Quién eres, señor? Y le dijo, Yo soy Jesús, a quien tú persigues. Dura cosa te es dada. Cosas contra el aguijón. Verse 5. Can you read verse 5? And he said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Mm -hmm. It doesn't go and talk about the aguijón. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big thing. Now, and in verse 6, is, él, temblando y temeroso, see, he, he, he was shaking with fear, dijo, Señor, ¿qué quieres que yo haga? See, Paul knew. In that moment, what he's been doing now was wrong. Mm. He, he, he felt that, you know what? What I've been doing is not the right thing. And he asked, what do you want me to do? See, what do you want me to do? Y el Señor le dijo, levántate y entra a la ciudad y se te dirá lo que debes hacer. Rise and right. enter the city and yeah. you will be told yeah. what you are to do. Right there. Paul surrendered himself to, 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 to Jesus. Because he was willing to ask the key question there. What do you want? Yes. What do you want? Yes. To who is the you? Jesus himself. Yes. What does he want? And that's the question we need to ask ourselves. That's the question we need. I don't care what is your lifestyle. It's and, the core question. It, it, it's yeah. been, what do you want to do for God? I was sharing with you in yeah. before we start recording, you know, especially in, in in the theme of prayer. We always, you know, come and pray to God, and we ask Him, "I need this, I want this, and that." And then, um, what what happened when He started sharing what He wants from us? And and then you were sharing with me about the the life of uh, Solomon, why he got so so uh, prosper, why he got so, you know, we see Paul uh, yeah. uh, Solomon's life. And the key goes back. That's when with, with, with the gold nugget is. Yeah, the golden key, right? The golden, the golden key is, 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 is not about us. Mm. That's key. It's, it's not about us at the right. end of the day. It's not about us. It's about God's people. 
the it's people. It's about community. What God wants. Mm. What you see, Jesus is telling you're persecuting me. He he took it personally. In other words, I, I want to bring that. I want to dive deep there because I think that's such a pivotal part of this. This we talked so much last week. We spent an hour and 30 minutes discussing how committed a man was to his mm -hmm. mission. How many people walk throughout their life today, or maybe people even hearing this, because I know I've been there, where I've been so committed to the wrong mission. Mm -hmm. Or I've been so bought out, so sold on believing a certain ideology, thinking a certain way, that it, it has led me so far from where I really need to be. Mm -hmm. To the point where what we see here, and I think this is, this is the key here that I think shapes everyone's life is, Your life is marked by your encounter. Mm -hmm. Because the moment that you are able to encounter, in this case, Jesus, or allow yourself to be vulnerable enough, that's when you are then confronted with yourself. Mm -hmm. Because I like the scripture where it says that the only way to the Father is through who? Through Jesus, right? He yes. says, I am the way. Yes. Soy el camino, la verdad y la vida. Nadie niega al Padre si no es por mí. There is no way to the Father through him. In other words, what, what Jesus is telling us is he's the lens by which God sees us. Mm -hmm. True or false there? Yeah. So then if he is a lens, right, what are these glasses that you and I wear? They shape the way we see the world. And it's not until you have an encounter with him, in this case, why he says he's the way, the truth, the light, is because it's not until you can see life through the lens that he wants you to see it. <laughs> yeah. That you're able to reach what your true plan is. You got to see things the way he sees them. Because how we spoke about when we read Jeremiah 29, 11, yes. his thoughts are not our thoughts. Guess what? We can receive those thoughts. Yeah. And that was the light that when shine upon Paul, that's why he got so blind. That was, was so blinded. It, it, was, it was the light. Because now. Verse 9. And for three days he was without sight and neither ate nor drank. Physically, yeah, physically, it's a good it, metaphor it, yes, for life. Yeah, yeah, because 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 he was not talking with 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 the carpenter. Mm, it was interesting. He was talking straight to the Son of God, resurrected. So you're telling me this is a question I have now. This is crazy. We're about to get deep. It says that when Jesus dies, his spirit goes up to to first to hell and then back to heaven, but then. He goes and visits the disciples. Yes. And it says that he roams the earth for in his spirit form for about like 12 days, right? Or it, it was 40 days. 40 days yeah. post post yes. uh his resurrection. Yes. Could yes. this have been within those 40 days? Or no. that's that's no, too much speculation. No, no, that's, that's too, too much, much theory. Yeah, that's too much speculation. Take the thin foil hat off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, that'd be crazy. No, though. no. But, I mean, you know, but but so we're arguing that here is a direct encounter though. Not with the Spirit of God, no, with Jesus Himself. Jesus Himself, because because remember, it it, it was it was you know the boy said, "I'm a, I'm on the I'm on the carpenter of Nazareth," that the people rejected. Okay, that 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 all what what they did to me, rejecting me. Now Paul now sees himself not. A religious guy, but he, he no himself, longer see himself no, as a religious guy. He, he just got blinded. Yeah, he sees now himself. He was as a killer. That's true. 
Now he he see himself as a killer. Mm. Oh, I get what you're saying because he's had such a vivid encounter and him and his servants no lo van a dejar mentir. So now you're telling me he goes home. Who knows what he's thinking? But the one thing we know he's for sure thinking, I just killed. Yes. He, I murdered. Yes, he got convicted. Wow. It was a conviction. It was a convicted. And that's what we need in this day. We need to be convicted because people are not convicted. You know, people, they, you know, they lay, they live whatever they want to live. But but you need to be convicted because you live by your convictions. Right. You need to live by your convictions. I'm here standing, talking to you. But your mindset is based on your convictions. I'm, I'm convicted. What you believe. You know, what I believe. You know, I, 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 you know, for the ones that maybe do not know me, I used to be a, an alcoholic. I was so addicted of alcohol. Yeah. I couldn't live, you know, any day to consume alcohol. I, I tried many things until yeah. I got experience, a personal experience with this God that we're talking about. The same experience. It, uh, you know, it, it's something I got experienced. Now, see, now I'm a hundred percent unconvicted. You know that that God can help you in any addiction you're going to. Right. I mean, it, it, it's like for me, whatever you want to say, I know because it helped me. It worked for me. Right. Something happened in my life, and from that day until today. I didn't pick up no more uh, alcohol. But I think if we were to break it down on a practical sense to what we see there, and even with your personal example, what was the key thing that the addiction did, right? If if we're to say Paul might have not been addicted to a substance, but he was so almost in his mindset addicted to the mindset of destroying the people of the followers of the way, almost in... What we see there is that whether it's alcohol or whether it's a destructive mindset of attacking a certain group of people, it is the, the result is still the same. It stops you. Yeah. It keeps you, it holds you in a certain position to the point where like how we were speaking about the whole podcast about being bound to whatever mindset keeps you bounded down. That's ultimately what it's doing and why it says that the truth, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free because- what we live without the truth is bondage. Yeah. Is, is is a mindset that doesn't allow us to excel, doesn't allow us to reach our full potential, right? Because if we're to put it into a practical sense, although Paul might have been a great leader of the Roman Empire of the faith that they believed of, in this case, the Hellenites, he might have been a big leader in his time. Nowhere near the amount of impact he has because now we're talking about him today. In 2022, had he never had that encounter, maybe the history books would have recorded him as a good leader. But now he has a book that has sold, I don't know how many million copies of the Bible have been sold. That's the best book ever sold. Number one best-selling book in ever history. And he's responsible for writing almost more than half. He would have never reached that level of impact as someone who would have continued persecuting the church. Yeah. He wouldn't have been a great. He wouldn't have been a goat. How we're here talking about him had he not encountered that. You 
had you would have stayed into alcoholism, could have died. Remember, I told you that my dad died at, at the age wow. of uh, 29. That's true. My goal, be honest with you, my goal when I was um, 15, uh, 16, 17, 18, my goal was die before wow. my dad died because it was an image. It was, it was, it was like you know, if he did it, why, sh why should I not do it? He did it at 29. I can do it at 25. I can do it at 24. It was a mindset. It's a mindset that was thwarting you from reaching your full potential. Oh, yeah, definitely. Exactly. Now, now we have to remember that 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 Paul, okay, he he was a Pharisee, okay. Yeah. He knew the law. He 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 was more that the people will fulfill the law. Okay? That's that's kind of like his 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 position. Right. Now, this guy, okay, comes, Jesus, he's talking a different language. Remember, we they both knew the Torah. Jesus had to knew the Torah. They but, called Jesus the rabbi. Yeah. Paul was also yeah. a rabbi. So so but this guy, you know, if we say you know, this guy Jesus he has a different interpretation. 100%. And, get, and guess what happened now? See, when we see somebody with a different mindset, with a different interpretation, what we have, we become haters. Right. We become why? haters because that's the nature. Yeah. Because it's in the nature. And then, and then, can what you. What about our nature makes us antagonistic, though? Huh? Like, if, if, if we're to break it down, I mean, you know? if, if, if I, if let's say, and sometimes that's that's hard because the society that we live, yeah, we we walk like that, yeah. You know, sometimes it's easier to hate than yeah. it is to say, "Hey, man, I like your shirt." Yeah, why? Or you know, okay, or okay, you think that way, okay. I respect your decision. Yes. It's so hard to say. Yes, that. Yeah. yes, yes. And then, and then, and they want to fight you on. Yeah. They're and like, then, why do you think that way? Yeah. And then, what happened is that when when Paul saw Jesus, when Paul saw, even even even, remember that even Paul didn't have a personal experience with with the person of Jesus when he, he was not. living. He, he was, was living in Damascus. Yeah. How we spoke about last episode, their ages were different, yes. but they never coexisted. No, no. So so he was persecuting the people. He was persecuting the idea. For for for, for for Paul, for Paul, the Christianity was a heresy. Yeah. It was a heresy. It, it, it was something that we need to get rid of it. Because if we don't get rid of it, this is going to take the all 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 religion they're going to wipe out so that's why he was so committed to destroy the body of Christ you can take it i feel like even one step further if we ultimately are to summarize what the existence of Saul of Tarsus was he was prominent he was a leader he had power yes so in other words if i'm to expand it one step further and bring it into our modern day context i can say that paul was comfortable where he was at yes with his title mm -hmm. with his position because it was all he knew he was a great student mm -hmm. of the word so he knew it according to his interpretation that was taught to him by gamaliel yeah but not necessarily the real interpretation that was being 
brought about by Jesus, who he himself had a certain revelation that was not like Paul's. But ultimately what it was doing was it was forcing Paul to be uncomfortable. Because you brought up a great point. They were reading the same law. It was the same. So they're reading the same scriptures. Yeah. They're quoting the same verses, the same prophets, the same movement. E but what it was making Paul was uncomfortable. Yeah, even, I, didn't like, I don't like why Jesus is saying that. Even, even if, we, if, we can, if we can say that even maybe Paul was in the same synagogues that Jesus could have been. Yeah. Couldn't been. Because they were in the same city, Jerusalem. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah. So so it was more it made Paul uncomfortable to hear him talk like that. He would say, I am the Son of God. I have come to do this, to do that, and to fulfill the law, because I am the Son of God. Paul would be like, dude, who is this guy? Yes. Quien se cree? Yeah. He's, you know, like you know, or, or he's a hot shot, he's a big guy. Who we and, gotta get rid of this guy, bro. And then and that was the problem with the Pharisees. You know, the Pharisees yeah. saw Jesus as the son of the carpenter. They saw Jesus as the son of Mary. Joseph and Mary, yeah. Yeah, they saw Jesus as, you know, there was a guy one from the corner, one yeah. of us. And sometimes that's a big problem. You attack the same people who are in your circle. Yes. And then and, 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 and we, we, might, we might, you know, kind of like, you know. That's a big thing we need to, yeah, and, and we got to put our foot down on that, guys. Yeah, and then. And Stop then, hating the people who are around you. Yeah, and, and I'm going to go, I'm going to touch this. You know why? Because we do not value ourselves. That's insane. We, we, we do not value ourselves. Because if we do not value ourselves, how can I value? You know, we, we are different. Okay? But, but, but we need ourselves. We don't value ourselves enough. We, we, we need ourselves. You are, even though you are my son, mm -hmm. you are totally different in many ways. Right. Right? And, 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 and I, have to, I have to value, okay, that you are a young man with 21 years old, right, that you have your own way of thinking, but still I... You know, as an older man, yeah. I have to learn to value your opinion. I have to learn to value the way you are. Why? Because we have a purpose here on earth. And by that same token, I have to be able to value and respect your opinion, which is a big problem too. Someone like my age who's willing to not maybe help salt said, I know it all. I have more knowledge. And that's, that's one of the biggest problems sometimes we have in a society that sometimes we, we think we know everything, but at the end of the day, we don't know anything. Right. No sabemos nada. Right. And, 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 and that's kind of like, the, I, I believe that's the heart of this podcast. I kind of like, you know, I'm feeling that the Lord is, is, is putting this, it's not because you and I, you know, we are relative. It's not because, no, I think because we're we trying to, to, to blend Two generations. Yeah. I think for me, for me, Samuel, it's more like before I die, I need to leave something. Before I die, I need to share with somebody that what, what is what has been in my life. So at the end of the day, maybe we have the ability to record this podcast, but we do not know who can who will listen to this podcast that they will get a hundred percent benefit. It's not, big, it's not about us. It's about somebody in the corners 
that they that they will hear something that they will get identified and they will can you know start something bigger i think that's something though if we were to put a word on it is that lens because what we're sharing here is the lens that we view life through yeah which we have chosen whether it be through esfuerzos through whatever things whatever process you and i might have gone through but we choose to see our lens through the same lens which is his lens his lens yes and that's that quote unquote the word something that you keep saying what is that something that someone can hear it's that perspective yes because yes. that's what we see here if we're to bring it back to chapter nine of our podcast that's what paul experienced that we can experience today it does it's not just for him to to touch what you're saying that person on the corner can have this encounter that Paul had on the road to Damascus by hearing this on their headphones and their Apple AirPods. Yeah. Maybe you're not going to be physically blinded, but you're going to, the light will be shined in an area that maybe you would have never have looked at before. And I think, you know, continue on what you're saying on how valuable that is. Because remember that we we are designed. If if, if we go back to, to, to Genesis. Yeah. See, God, in plural, said, let's create man in on our own image. It was plural. Like you said, the Trinity. Right. Okay. Why? Because God is a God that value people. Right. God value his creation. He was not going to get rid of Adam. Yes, he said, you, you know what? We need to keep him away because this is holy. This is special. I always I always say as a that preacher. That was out of love. Yeah, you see, I always, you know, I always, as a preacher, I, you know, kind of like, you say, you know, God didn't kill Adam. Like in, 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 in a physical way, like, you know what? I'm going to get rid of this guy. Right. You know, or, or, or let's put it this way. You know, that, that's, I'm going to check, you know, a lot of do it. people the way they think, you know, because, you know. That's good. Men, we as men, sometimes we blame women. Sometimes we, are, sometimes we as husband, we blame our wife. Boyfriends and girlfriends. You know, we blame women. And there is a big, 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 big religion that they see women as nothing. It's not even just in a religious sense. It applies to cultural sense. And why Why are women paid less than men right now? Yeah. That's a big thing that I disagree with. Yeah. Like, Let's not just say, I think it's deeper than that because anybody listening to this who might not be religious can still fall into that mindset. And of seeing a woman as something that's less. That, I, I'm not going to believe and say that that's a coincidence that currently in the workforce, women are represented less. They don't get as good jobs. They're told to, oh, your job is to take care of the kids and all that sort of stuff. When in reality, that might not necessarily be a fair assessment of what it is to blame, to associate that to them. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring in a little bit narrow, okay? Because when, when, when God created Eve, he had a purpose. Is what we call, and in Espanol, is la ayuda idónea. Right. It's, it, the it, ideal it, pair. 
the ideal pairing. Idonia means ideal. Okay, but the ideal helper. Pairing, yeah. See, the ideal helper. Why do you need help? Do you do you, you think do you think we can carry? I get what you're saying. Do there. you think we can carry? Uh, do you think yourself you can carry this table? I mean, I'm pretty jacked. I might be able to. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, I couldn't. I couldn't. So you need somebody to help you to move this heavy table outside. So he that, was creating community, is what you're. Telling that's me what right I'm now. telling you. That's what I'm. That's what God. Crazy. That's what God. Mind blown, right yeah, there. That's what. That's what. That's what God is. God is a creator community. of community. Yeah. God is a creator of of, of of um of serving one each other together. Yes. Yeah. So so. In the first, in the first uh, couple that he created, he brought the woman to be a helper, yeah, not to be less or to be more, just to be a helper, a accomplishment, because she was different, he was different, but putting the two together, they will accomplish the mission, bigger and, mission, and and, and and that's when you see Jesus. One of the things I'm amazed as a, as a student of the Bible, seeing Jesus, he didn't he didn't need the, the, the twelve disciples. He was the Son of Man. He was I mean sorry. Right. He was the Son of God. He was so powerful, but he called twelve to to walk with them. We see we see Peter with his personality. I mean, he was wild. Yeah, he was like. <laughs> If one of the wild, you know, personality was Peter. Now Crazy. we see John, the lover. You see, amado. you see. So, so, and and you see, God, Matthew, all of them. You see, God sees us. He values herself. That's what I'm trying. That's my point. Yeah. You know, if I want to leave this podcast, is I want you to 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 understand that that you are value from God. God values you. Tú tienes valor delante de los ojos de Dios. That's why the Bible said that he, he bought us with the price of blood. Yeah. So it, it, it was not easy for God. It's, to, cra it's crazy it, that it, we're it, touching on and that. And that's why, that's why kind of like, that's why kind of we, we have to see ourselves not just the trash cans. That's why I do not allow negative thoughts about myself to make a room, to make a to make a strongholds in my mind, because I'm a, now I'm a new creature. If anything is in Christ, it's a new creature. We cannot live the way we used to live before. That's one of the big obstacles. That's one of the big things that we live sometimes that we do not believe who we are in Christ Jesus or, or our new identity. If we have a new identity, we have a new position. Yeah. If we have a new identity, we have what? We have new abilities, new qualities. And it's not even to go as far as abstract and to, you know, to bring it all back down to earth to a practical sense. That value for community and that value ultimately is what the purpose of life is if we're to if we're to extrapolate that because we could put the example of Paul mm -hmm. 
his goal, the reason why he's even called, and we'll get into that next time, what he goes and do ultimately is a reflection of God's heart. Because without Paul, us as Christians wouldn't exist today. He goes off to Asia. He goes off to Greece. He goes off, and we'll get into that, of how he ultimately is responsible for bringing the gospel to the entire world, yes, essentially. Yes. That's the core of why we're even touching on someone like him and why we're choosing to take the time and emphasize the value for community and why the heart of God truly is the souls, is the people, is community. Because we're, we we analyze this guy who is essentially being equipped to go out and bring more people to be in the kingdom. And remember what happened. We, we were about to close the pod, this podcast and that he, after he got that experience, that he, he, he got blind, okay, he isolated himself. Right. <laughs> he isolated himself for three days. Okay? Right. Okay? And guess what happened? In those three days, he was praying. He was fasting. Yeah. Okay? Sometimes, God would put us on the side to deal with us. Okay, I hope you don't. I don't. I hope I don't lose you right now. What I'm about to say. He was, he was a man. That he had experience. He was blind. Okay. Paul was a strong character. He was very, you know. But he needed the help of somebody. And God spoke to Ananias, and he said, "You need to go." Down there, there is a man that he need to recover his sight, and I'm gonna use you. See it again. I'm he gonna, does it again. Community. I, I'm gonna use you. Crazy. To go, because he could have done man, it. Oh, that's fire. To go to the damn man, you see, to go to that man to recover his sight. You see, so God always orchestrate that 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 you need. The help. Do not get yourself so so locked up, especially in the times that we're living. You need help. You need your community. You need your leaders. You need your, if you can say your coach. You need somebody. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna say straight to 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 the sons and daughters. You need the help of your parents. Mm-hmm. You need the help. Do you not get community. isolated. You need the community. And then we see the, the, the scripture that Ananias was kind of like, I mean, has hesitate to go, yeah. but he went. Quickly, he says in chapter 12, mm-hmm. he says, well, like you're saying, yeah. God tells him, hey, Ananias, you need to go and pray for Paul because Paul's been praying and he saw a vision about you already. So God tells him, I need you to come in right now because we're about to do a communal thing. Yes. Because it says in the word of God that where there are two or three gathered, that's where he is. The community, we see it one more time. Oh, yes. But then we see, like you're saying, but Ananias answered, Lord, this is verse 13. I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. Verse 15. This is the pivot. But the Lord said to him, go, 
for he is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. But again, we see his pivot. We see his heart clearly because this is red text. This is Jesus talking to Ananias saying, for the Gentiles. Yes, yes. For the kings and for the people of Israel. He needs that to go and reach more people. Yes. He just, that, that's, we see how he works. We see how he is at heart an influencer, how at heart what his desire is. I'm trying to make this spread like a web. And I'm willing to use whoever's the most effective to make that happen. Yes. Because yeah. his heart is that. And that's what I'm I'm, 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 I'm going to close, you know, uh, because it, the game is not over. <laughs> Let's go back to the game is not over. Nah, you know, I believe prophetically, and I know it's going to re resound in your spirit as my voice is speaking right now. And I'm talking to your spirit right now. Whatever he's listening, I'm talking right there to your spirit. I'm quoting Jeremiah 29 as, as, as a prophetic word. God has a plan for you. I don't care whatever you are. I don't, I don't care whatever you're going through. Yeah. God has a plan for you to give you hope, to give you future. Whatever we're going through is not the end. It, it, can be, it, it can be just the beginning of something great, not in your own agenda, but in God's agenda. And that's why God you know, brought us to, to talk about this topic, because we just want to be an instrument to talk to your spirit and tell you the game is not over. I don't care what, what we're going through, the pandemic. It, it's, it's in the Bible. Pestilence. Yeah. Wars are going to show up. But at the end of the day, God's still in his throne. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, interceding for who? For you and I as, 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 as sons and daughters of God. So the game is not over. I'm encouraging you to get up. I'm encouraging you to, to, to break the, 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 the bondage of fear of isolation and get out there. But not, do not go up there like, you know, oh, no, no. Yes, yes. Talk to one person. Yes. It starts with one person. Yes. Even, you know, I was, I was telling your grandma this morning. Your grandma is, is, is 75 years old. And I was telling her, you know, mom, you, you need to get back to, to, you need to get back to, to, to your live recordings. And she said, why, son? Because there is a lot of grandmas up there that they might need be blessed what you can share. You're a grandma. You know how to struggle with three, with three sons. Now you're struggling with, with what, nine uh, grandsons? But your faith, your trust in God, look at what, 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 you, know, what, what you see. And, and I was sharing to her because she's in the, uh, she got invited to be in the radio program every Monday. And I, and, and I was ministered to her, say, no, mom, you, you know, you need to do not be afraid. Maybe you're not a, 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 a graduate from, from um, any theological seminary, but you're a, a woman of God. I have seen it all my years. You know, open your mouth. Let the spirit fill your mouth and speak because now is the time. Not yesterday. Uh, we don't know tomorrow, but now, today is the time. And, and, he, and she was telling me, you're right, son. 
you know. So that's why I mean, we encourage you, whatever you listen, you know, God has deposited a gift, ability, things that is, that is part of your nature. Use it for the glory of God. It's very simple. You don't need to do much. You don't need to say much. I mean, you know, what ultimately impacts people is the way you carry yourself, the way you live your life. You don't have to make it so if that's not your thing, you know, maybe you're hearing this and you're like, oh, I hear all this spirit and all of this might put you off a little bit because you, maybe you're new to the faith or maybe you've this is the first time you've heard things be expressed that way. But ultimately, if there's anything that can be of practical use for you, it's this. It's don't be afraid to surround yourself with the people in your life who have already been put there for a reason. Yes. There, I have no doubt, and this is I know this because I've lived this the hard way. There's always going to be someone in your life reaching out to you because that's the way God works. God uses people to impact you. God uses, it's what he does because at the end of the day, like you said, God is in his throne. He might come down from the throne to talk to you. I'm not promising you that he will, but what I can promise you that he will do is he will put people in your life who are meant to walk alongside you, who are meant to run the race that you're currently running. And all I encourage you, as we're saying here, is just don't be afraid to maybe walk alongside someone else, to, to stand up next to someone and say, hey, you know what? I believe what you believe. I'm going through what you're going through. Let's walk together and let's grow together. Let's hold each other together. Let's hold each other to a higher standard. Let's hold each other to a position where we can grow. Because at the end of the day, that's our, uh, as right here, my dad, my co-host co is saying, that's our goal. That's our desire. It ultimately, the part of the Great Commission, if we are, we would be hypocrites if we are here talking about Paul following the heart of God for the souls, if that wasn't our pure intention. Yeah. By simply two people here getting together. That's what we're doing. We're holding each other accountable. We're taking a couple minutes out of our day to dive into something that we're passionate about. Don't be afraid to do the same with the people you care about. Take the time. Have a conversation. A lot of, in this modern day, so many people have lost that, the power of a phone. We're so connected. We're more connected than we've ever been, yet we're so disconnected. Yeah, we are. Yeah. All it, that's all we're saying. If, it's, if this is a practical tip for you, is just maybe talk to that one friend you haven't talked to in a while. Yeah, yeah. Give them a call, shoot them a text, let them know that you're thinking about them. Or maybe it's go and have lunch with someone that you haven't hung out with in a while who you guys used to hang out all the time. Or maybe it's I just need to go out, have a walk, and ask myself how Jesus asked Paul, why? What's my why? Yeah. What's your why? What's our why? And allow that why to not be one coming from your own brain, from your own thoughts, but tap into the, to the thing that's greater, to the thing that's there that's always reaching out for you. And it'll always be there for you. It'll never leave you nor forsake you. That, that's what the word tells us, and that's what we've seen in our lives, the testament of that. Amen, amen. I think... Uh well, we hope that uh, this episode of this podcast uh, will be a blessing. We like to, um, you know, you share with us. You know, we, we know what do you think. Absolutely, and, guys. Any means, you know, we we really are here just, you know, to open our hearts to. And 
And if you need someone to walk with, if you need someone to hold you accountable, we're here. I know I can speak for myself and I know my dad has, does it and will do it for years and for many people. We're here to hold pe- people and walk with you guys because we're doing the same thing you guys are doing. Yeah, We're walking. We're learning what it's like to walk. And our desire is to walk and to grow. And if that's your desire, then guess what? We're on the same page. And we're on the same mission. And we're like how our favorite guy that we've been talking about says, I have ran the race. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So... And Wherever. next next yeah. uh, episodes we now we're gonna go into we're the uh, talk about that race to the race and then the f- the first trips the first trips oh, yeah. second trips the different trip that Paul uh, had to take to take this gospel and uh, it was not easy for him like Definitely. like right there he said he was going to suffer for his sake and yeah. that that's that's kind of like sometimes that's, that's the teaser he yeah. says verse sixteen Acts chapter nine. For I will show him yes. how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. Yeah. And sometimes the word suffer, we run away from the word suffer. We don't want suffer. No one wants to suffer. Nobody. It's it's a negative. In, in it society, it's a negative yeah. suffer. But sometimes suffer is a very great school. Beautiful thing. It's a, it's a school. It's the school of suffering. Is the school of obedience. There is a great um, writer. Discipline. I, I like to, um, it's a great writer. Um, it's Andrew Murray. He talks about these schools, the schools of suffering, the, the schools of uh, obedience, the schools of, um, uh, you know, um, loneliness. And um, we'll talk about that. You know, it's, 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 it's a great schools because we all need to go through those schools to really, you know, find ourselves that we can be happy in whatever time, whatever season, that we can, you know, find ourselves accomplish that that you you have everything to really succeed your life. Okay? 100%. And then God bless you all. I hope that, you know, hallelujah, hallelujah. You, you had a good time and just go out, you know, if, if you have a nice weather wherever you live. Go have a walk, guys. And, uh, you know, uh, if you have your parents, you know, just have a cup of coffee, cup of tea, or buy some chips, some churritos. I don't even know, guys. Una Coca-Cola and just enjoy yourself, you know. Uh, live life. Yeah. Don't take it so seriously No, sometimes. no, 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 no. And go in deep. Into the waves. I hope one yeah. day, I hope one day we can do this podcast in a, in a beach. No, especially that makes in the no in sense. the uh, uh, with the nice surfboard. So check that out. We're gonna do it near the beach, and all we're gonna hear is <laughs> just straight water. <laughs> well, you, you're some engineer. You're some engineer. Dang. You can can get rid of those noises. <laughs> I don't know. There's all right, Sammy. Sh- take care. There's for sure gonna be a lot of noises in this podcast with Luna being there. Over here. And I say hello everywhere. to Luna. Yeah, uh, Luna. What's up? Now we, we, and now we're out of here. She was fine. And, you know, that's, that's part of our life. I, next time, we're we, we going to introduce you, Theodore, too. Dang. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, we have a whole community of people here, guys. Like I'm saying, we're just people. We're just having fun. We're just, we're not, we're not taking ourselves too seriously either, you know. I hope that you guys hear this and just have fun. Stay blessed and we love you guys, all right? Stay wavy. God bless so. you. Amen. <laughs>